0: Literal squirrels on the roof. There are squirrels on top of the box that we are recording in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. I am Kara. I'm Megan. Yeah. It's a- Tuesday. Yeah, I got a side piece for you. Yay. um This one made me want to dive into a rabbit hole that we are always like, yeah, we probably should dive into this rabbit hole, mm-hmm. like the Kennedy rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, Doctor Feel Good or no. Miracle Max? from back in the day is it miracle max from a movie maybe i feel like i can't picture it yeah well this is the real one hmm. he worked miracles <laughs> but not really i could just be thinking of you know the princess bride billy crystal oh <laughs> i don't think my. that's the same thing <laughs> gosh to blame yep. the man's to lie. <laughs> yeah liar. liar she said <laughs> true, true love. love i'm sure everybody's seen the princess bride but if you haven't You must. That's our next watch party. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Megan and I will just reenact it. Yes. (laughs) And then we'll do Tombstone. I get to be Doc and you get to be Wyatt. Perfect. Okay. That's going to be amazing. Okay. The doctor's name is Max Jacobson. He was born in the early 1900s and he was in um, Forden-Bromberg, the German Empire. I'm sorry. Can you say it again? Forden-Bromberg- hmm Yeah. <laughs> Rom, Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. good. So good. Yeah. Are you German? He was Jewish. A Jewish German. Ooh. Um, and it, during that time, you can see that it probably was not good for him no. to be in that That's area. so terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Scary, scary things. Okay. He was a butcher's son. They grew up in Berlin. He worked in the hospitals during World War I. So he got some medical mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. while he was working there. He loved science and biochemistry. He was just like, oh, my gosh, like, get me in this lab. Let me work on things. Mm -hmm. Let me concoct some things. (laughs) Let me save some lives. Loves it. Perfect. So he ended up earning a medical degree from Friedrich Wilhelm Wilhelm University of Berlin. It's now Humboldt University of Berlin. Mm Mm-hmm works doing great i'm so Um, good at this really proud of you like i said he was jewish so he fled in 1936 to the u.s Mm -hmm. he opened up a medical office in the upper east side of manhattan oh okay so like i said he was known as miracle max or dr feel good because he gave like the best medicines to make people feel good okay (laughs) it was he called him his vitamin shots is this like Norman? Remember Norman? Oh, my gosh. From uh, the Crescent Hotel. Yes. Oh, it's very similar, actually. Mm-hmm. Watermelon seeds. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he would put various substances uh, like amphetamine, methamphetamines. Oh, yeah. He also was known for a miracle tissue regenerator that he created. It had amphetamines, animal hormones, bone marrow enzymes, human placenta, painkillers, steroids, multivitamins. Dang, did it all, but it seems like he's but this was not actual like fr- fr- yeah this was fruits and vegetables. Right. I mean, whereas Norman was just like, "What crap can I inject in here?" Well, I was gonna put this in the compost, but I think I'm gonna put it in a, in a <laughs> Instead, shot. Instead, now it cures cancer. Congratulations <laughs> It's in your body. <laughs> so he was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna go test people in the lab or test it on critters. I'm gonna test it on myself." So he did. He would test it on himself before he would give any person. Injection of it, so he was like, "If I'm surviving, they're gonna survive." Okay, so like, is he? So he believes in what he's doing. Oh yeah, other people did too because one female patient described the after effects of these shots orgasmic. They were that good. That's why i said, "Doctor, feel feel good." good. Made her feel real good. Yeah. Sometimes my dad listens to this. Oh, sorry, nice. Dad. Sorry, Daddy. Love you. So it's not like because Norman. He was, for sure, like, totally a scam artist. He oh, was oh yeah, yeah. Off. This guy yeah. is actually, like, I think no, I'm No, actually, helping. this, right. This guy didn't really do it for the money. He did it more for, like, the notoriety. Okay. Yeah. He wanted people to need him. So he did this. He created all these, like, magic things. Magic shots. Magic cures. All the things. I had this conversation recently. I can't remember why. But I feel like you kind of want your doctors to be total egomaniacs. Yeah. And if you've ever worked in a hospital mm-hmm. you probably already know this that's what you want in yeah. your doctor you don't want a surgeon who's like questioning wishy-washy mess. yeah or easily pushed around yeah you want a surgeon who's like i got this just shut up and let me do yeah. my job it sounds like this like guy's horrible kind of, bedside manner oh yeah yeah i had um he was a reproductive endocrinologist amazing here in town and he had the worst bedside manner and of course we're dealing with like infertility stuff mm-hmm. so it's emotional and heartbreaking yeah. a lot. And then there's this doctor who's <laughs> just <laughs> the worst bedside manner ever. And I still remember I, he was like the top one in town. Like, that's yeah. what you went to. Yeah. But everybody I've mentioned him to is like, oh, God, isn't he just like he's so cold. And I'm like, I know. But, I mean, <laughs> also, I have my two daughters. Right. So, <laughs> right. he exactly. helped me. but He but knew what he was doing. But, world. oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Yeah, that's how it was with uh, my doctor when I had my C-section with Sophie. Like, the worst Outside manner ever, and I was just like, <laughs> just no reaction. But her dad was like, things. "I've worked with him. This is how he is." Yeah, people have told us that too. They're like, "Listen, just be ready. You'll think he doesn't care about yeah. you, but he's the best in town." Yeah, and it was like, "Okay, all right." They were correct Sounds on both good. counts. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, it was known that Doctor Jacobson used large, like heavy amounts of amphetamines and his day-to-day work no wonder people loved him right it says that the doctor's office reported that he would buy amphetamine at the rate of 80 grams a month which was they calculate to be a, about 100 strong doses of 25 milligrams a day mm. yeah people are just like well what if this is like part of the drug problem in the u.s like <laughs> all these celebrities <laughs> and stuff maybe would go to him so <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, of course, it would make you feel amazing. Right. And you're addicted to it now. Yes. It's more than just fixing your pain, it's also you become dependent on it. Yes. And he also wouldn't (laughs) tell his patients that that was what was in the shots. So they don't even know why they're doing it. No, he just would tell them this is like going to make you feel better. Mm. By the 50s, he was treating all sorts of stars, Rosemary Clooney. George Clooney's aunt. Uh, allegedly. She's not Eliz- allegedly his aunt. Right. She's just allegedly, allegedly a went to <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, allegedly Elizabeth Taylor, Judy Garland, you know judy garland Kennedy? popped in my head a few minutes ago i think i have sort of heard of miracle max because uh-huh. of judy garland i think i've heard that connection yeah it said he got a reputation with singers who would lose their voices actors with stage fright authors with writer's yeah. block he would give them vitamin shots i'm doing air quotes here <laughs> um and also tennessee williams as the his writer. like miracle worker yeah the writer wow it was like his miracle worker Also, there were a few articles that I read that he injected Marilyn Monroe with his concoctions right before she sang Happy Birthday Mm, to Kennedy. Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to start with Kennedy. Okay. Because that's where my rabbit hole mainly was, but there's several others that I'll tell you about. Okay. So I know this because I love reading about Kennedy and all the conspiracy theories, but if you don't know, he had a slew of health issues from the time he was young. Like, super young, people thought he wasn't going to make it. Like, so sick. I didn't actually know this either, so oh, okay. tell me everything. Okay, perfect. He received several injuries when he was younger, too, on top of being really sick, he got an injury while playing football, like a spinal injury. Got injuries um, while in the Navy, I think you. Were? Yeah, the Navy. Um, and so, like one of his ships was blown up, and his oh, back God. injury, all this stuff. Like he swam and gathered his people, and would bring them back to shore. Like he got, he got a Purple Heart because of his bravery and taking care of his people. Wow. So all of this. Just killed his body, pretty much. So I'm always like, he's he was like the youngest of the presidents, but also. And all this had already happened. Even yes. I was yeah. just thinking, like, gosh, but already like, so young. He, he was, was not able-bodied. Oh. He had to wear a laced back brace that kept him stiff, like sitting or standing as straight as possible. And it was said that he was wearing that back brace while he was sitting in the car when he was shot. And that's why he immediately didn't go down, mm-hmm. because that brace kept him up. It's interesting because that's definitely not a thing I've ever known of him. I've never Mm -hmm. heard talk of him being like having any sort of physical issues. Yeah. But then I was just remembering remember the episode you did on Edith Wilson? Oh, Edith Wilson. When Woodrow Wilson was so sick, but they didn't want anybody to know Uh it because it's like you're the leader of the Western world. Like you want to be seen as invincible. Mm -hmm. So I guess nobody wanted him. Right. They didn't want people to know that he had any sort of physical issues. Yeah. They finally released his medical records. Years and years later, and doctors were talking about how like if he had the technology we have today, like he would have been fixable, but back then he would have done anything, which is what he did. Mm-hmm. So he turned to muscular injections of like lidocaine and like numbing agents to block that nerve pain. He just couldn't handle it. like his campaign, like doing all this stuff, doing all this traveling, was killing him, so he found Dr. Max Jacobson. And got an injection, and he was like, wow. Oh, no. What a difference. Yeah. This is wild. So then he was like, you know what? I'm going to hit you up a second time. I'm having some issues with my larynx, and I'm getting ready to go into this big debate against Richard Nixon, and I just kind of need it. I need things to work. Right. To be able to speak. Yeah, yeah. So he did. And he was like, I did it. Wow. Like, I I rocked this. <laughs> so this guy is a miracle worker. He is Miracle Max. Jackie was also known, his wife, to receive some of these injections. But Jacobson was like, "I'm a member of the president's people. Like mm-hmm. I am now a part of this." Which I said he wasn't in it for the money. He's in it for the fame. Right. Like so he doesn't want a fortune. really famous client. Right. Exactly. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all Mm -hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo, Uh T Y. Curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm -hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild, like curls left over. The wind power on this thing is using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. So. Is HIPAA not a thing? um, (laughs) Right. I guess not. I don't know when HIPAA became a thing, but. They kept the fact that Kennedy was one of his clients a secret for a good amount of time. Uh And so he was so much of a regular of Miracle Max or whatever, like Dr. Feel Good, that Dr. Jacobson's receptionist would say, Mrs. Dunn is calling. And that would be code for the presidents on the phone. Mrs. Dunn. Mrs. Dunn is is, calling. Code oh, for President Kennedy. Yeah, so okay. the doctor would literally stop working with a patient, leave the room, and go talk to Mrs. The Dunn. Yeah, Mrs. Dunn. Mm-hmm. JF. So it said that Bobby Kennedy was so worried that he was just like, "I'm gonna stuff some of these vials from my brother's stash that this doctor gave him to go have them tested because this oh. is this is getting to be a lot and he confronted him and he was like what is what are you doing what is happening with your life like why confronted jfk yeah he was like what is why why are we doing this like why do you have this doctor around you all the time and jfk was like i don't care literally says i don't care if it's horse piss it makes me feel good yeah i mean and if you're in just chronic Mm -hmm. constant pain of course you would want to, you know yeah do you know of the situation with JFK in the Carlisle Hotel where he gets naked and runs around now? <laughs> nakey. naked. Okay. He was just, like, cracked out pretty much. Running naked in a suite in the Carlisle Hotel in New York. He just received an injection of who knows what from Miracle Max. And he was just, like, out of it. He was running around, dancing around the room took off down the hall, and there were people standing. What? Yeah. The Secret Service was like, what the heck? (laughs) Yeah. What if he makes it to the lobby? There's photographers. There's reporters. Yes, they're like, what on earth is happening? So they finally get him. They give him a sedative. They're like, what the heck are we doing here? By the end of 1961, they were so concerned about this whole situation that they got George Berkeley, who had been the White House physician since Eisenhower was there, to take over for Kennedy's health. And he brought over Dr. Hans Krauss, I think is his name, Mm -hmm. K-R-A-U-S. He was also known as the father of sports medicine. And he just was like, okay, we're going to get you off this stuff and we're going to figure out what's going on with your body. So, well, that's good. Yes, so that'll happen. That's the whole thing of, like, we're not treating the symptoms. We're going to treat right, the Right, exactly. Yes. So then Mickey Mantle was one of his clients. Oh, okay. huh We've talked about this before, but I need to say it again. Yes. The movie 61. Mm-hmm. It's about the race between Mickey Mantle and they kind of talk a little bit about Roger Maris. Yeah. Yeah, about Mickey Mantle and yeah. he was in so much pain. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because that was kind of why. You know why he was in so much because pain? Because of this. Uh-huh. Y'all got to watch that movie. Yes. God, good. Dr. Jacobson gave him an injection into his hip and it caused severe abscessing and a yeah. septic infection in the at the injection site and it hospitalized him. So it really messed awful. with his career. Yes. and It looks like his skin is dying all around. Him. Uh-huh. Yep. Another patient of his, Alan J. Lerner, wrote My Fair Lady. Lerner told the Times that he would see Dr. Jacobson a few times a year if he got a sinus infection or something. He'd go see him, but he was like, you know, he's a, he's a great man. Like he is super intelligent. And he's so good at what he does. Let's I mean, not I really question think, what he does. I think this doctor or Miracle Max. I think he just he just really thought he was helping people, and I guess he was in some way, just yeah. not in a healthy way. Yeah, because you're also getting them addicted. Exactly. To drugs. Well, that's what Mrs. Lerner said. She testified that her husband was addicted to the injections for Dr. Jacobson. She was quoted saying that he's told her that helped him to write faster. So she's talking and she's like, he said, Maybe the injections will destroy me, but they make me see life in a good light. Oh my gosh. He was just like, Listen, I'm not addicted, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna see this doctor. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I'm. He was a good friend, It's my I just, choice. Right. I just I can saw quit him anytime for sinus I want. infections. Right? <laughs> we didn't. Uh, she's crazy. It's not yeah. about she's the She's crazy. She's just dogging. Okay? You know how women are. Yeah. <laughs> but she claims that he visited Dr. Jacobson's office at all hours of the day and sometimes stayed all night. She told the court that her husband had persuaded her to take the shots too, but she quit after a few months because the shots made her feel bizarre and very high. <laughs> Oh, Another one was Bob Richardson, a top fashion photographer who was making lots of monies on his pictures. Mm -hmm. In an interview, he said, I had heard about this doctor through a friend, a fashion model. She kept telling me about this doctor who gave injectable medications and vials. They made her feel marvelous she didn't say what was (laughs) she didn't say what felt great felt amazing she didn't say what was in them i was told he worked with all sorts of chemicals which are extraordinarily good for your health and well-being Mm -hmm. so he was like i'm gonna hit him up i'm gonna make an appointment and they said that the doctor wouldn't make an appointment with you unless you knew somebody that knew somebody Uh, Mm -hmm. oh that does start to sound like he's hiding yes so he was like i started going once a month." Then I started feeling so good that I'm going to go twice a month. Mm -hmm. He said every time I went to see him, he would talk to me about my problems, what life's like. So he became a really good friend. So he was like, I just couldn't live without it. I was a total addict. He said sometimes I would get a vial. Dr. Jacobson would go away or something. People would be lining up in the waiting room and there would be pandemonium. Like people would be freaking out. He said over the period of months. He became very close to him, and he would take him to London to attend parties and just all of these fun, lavish things, and he would just give him his injections there. So It was like a mutual, beneficial wow. friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, I was black and blue from my knuckles to my shoulders. God. Yeah. I also got shots in my foot, and the back of my neck. He gave me shots in my spinal column and right between my ribs where I had a cold. He finally Got a break when the doctor refused to give him an injection of the regular medication instead gave him a tranquilizer. So he said, the next day, I went berserk in my home. I went mad. I was committed. And I was put in a straitjacket. So he was like, I was severely depressed. The usual aftermath of an amphetamine addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Went through withdrawal. Yep. By the late 1960s, the doctor... He became, like, crazy, like, increasingly erratic, and it's all because he was using as well. He was using his own concoctions because he was testing them on himself, and then he was like, oh, I feel so good. I'm going to keep using it. I was going to say, it gave him the high. Of course, he wants to keep doing it. And it's like he's on speed, so he was literally working 24 hours a day. Wow. He would see 30 patients per day. And one time in 1969, one of his clients, former presidential photographer Mark Shaw, died at the age of 47, The autopsy showed he had an acute and chronic intravenous amphetamine poisoning. And the doctor's staff was like, yeah, we bought large quantities of this stuff, so it's quite possible. So the Bureau of Narcotics seized all of his drug supply and took away his medical license in 1975. 1979, he tried to get it back they were like but no listen absolutely we not. cannot do this this is not happening wow. um and they were like you cannot yeah not get it back ever again one because what did you do to all these people and to look at you yeah like you're a hot mess express now i wonder if he wanted to do it so, just so he'd have access to the drugs again yeah i'm sure he lost i'm it. sure yeah or at least it wasn't as well, easy. yeah and then he died a year later wow yeah after having his license and drugs revoked how old? 79. Mm-hmm. So 19, early 1900s. So maybe 79 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What a wild story. Like, I wonder how he even, it just seems like really dangerous to just start mixing stuff together. Exactly. But I guess if he's testing himself first. Yeah. then And he's like, it's safe. It's fine. Well, and if he worked in a lab in Germany and did all of this stuff for the war, he was somewhat familiar with all that stuff. And oh, that's, that's true. What, so he knew what would do yeah. What. And yeah, like he actually studied medicine. So maybe he, I don't know, but its like he the thing. didn't want to work with infectious diseases. He wanted to make people feel good. And I get that. I have, I get really frustrated with the medical system now because I feel like the whole thing, like they're just trying to treat mm-hmm. the symptoms, right? Just mask the pain and move on. Yeah. But it's like, well, but if you would take the time and effort to oh, yeah. treat the problem, right? Then there wouldn't be any symptoms, yeah. but I'm sure that's harder and more expensive. Mm-hmm. And well, that's, or yeah, it. Doesn't make them as much money because they want you to take prescriptions forever. Well, that's like going and getting my sister, Aubrey, and I both have thyroid issues. And that's like going and getting tested for it. And they're like, oh, you don't meet these three criteria," And you're like, yeah, but there's like six other tests you should be doing on us. And I meet every single one of those. I could rant forever about insurance companies. I can't stand it. I mean, even just because it's made me think about all that fertility stuff Mm -hmm. we went through again. Just having the insurance companies tell my doctor what he could yes. do was just yeah. very like, I'm sorry, do you have well, a medical that's, degree? Okay, that's, no, you're just answering a phone. Yeah. <laughs> when my mom had her spinal surgery here not too long ago, I would ask her like, are you going to stay another night? And she was like, well, if insurance will allow it. And I'm like, if insurance will allow it. Yeah. It's not about if your doctor you're not ready you need to go it. home. Yeah. I can't. It drives me crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> the medical system, at least here in the United States. I know outside uh-huh. of here, it's, there's some better situations, but yeah. ugh. <laughs> okay well thanks yeah, yeah you're that also. was interesting yeah i love these historic things i know that I get on. yeah okay we love you all yeah so much have a good day yeah <laughs> goodbye, goodbye.